Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the she in relationship. Sheep. Sheep. We're here to put the sheep in relationship, sheep. you guys. <laughs> we got to do that first. Then we can put the she in it. <laughs> oh. Will it ever get better? No one knows. We could surprise you. Or not. <laughs> it's a part of what we do around here. We're just keeping you guys on your toes. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, my name is Summer Yeager, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And the thing I want you guys to know about Joy, particularly before we discuss this topic, is that even before she was married, which was four months ago? Mm-hmm. Just about. Four months ago? I think the day before Valentine's Day will be four months. months. Okay. Well, even five months ago, I still wanted your relationship advice. Oh. Well, thanks. Because you don't have to be married to have wisdom. Yeah, that's true. Though I'm sure that there are ladies that, I mean, I well, I guess I should say, Actually being married has taught me even more. Yes. Oh. <laughs> but you can still know a lot before. <laughs> yes. It's so true. It's but so there true. is something to be said about, it's kind of one of those things that's like, well, once you do it, you realize. All the things you didn't know. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's it. But it's true. You always had something good to say. I like, just always thought about, I've always thought way too much. <laughs> so I've thought. <laughs> a lot of really wrong things uh-huh. and then you just kind of pare it down until you're like does this line up with scripture okay right. okay good <laughs> now i'm good but that takes like 29 years yeah. i think <laughs> easily um well you're right i am joy um and i'm here with my beautiful co-host summer and the thing about summer is that sometimes with certain movies um i wait for her opinion on them to decide if i want to watch them and it's not sure. even because, like, I don't think either, of, like, neither of us are, like, like amazing movie critics. No. It's just that sometimes I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm just going to wait for Summer <laughs> to tell me if it was good or if I should watch it. It's not even if it's good. Right. I'm just waiting for the word. <laughs> to find out if you should For you to be like, it. is it worth my time? Right. Right. And I do feel sometimes a duty to tell you, like if I watch something really interesting. Many times I don't have to ask. Like I wanted to know your um, uh-huh. your opinion on the fire, the bird thing, the bird thing, bird bird box, box. yeah, bird, blind bird box, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I never said I was like, hey, what did you think about? No, you bird weren't. box. I just told you. You were just like, here's what I think about it, and I was like, uh-huh. oh, I didn't even have to ask. That's great. There it is. I don't need to watch it. I You don't need to watch it. No one needs to watch it. I mean, it. every part of me is like, Joy, this is like a movie that the you need to watch. Looks and then amazing, but... I don't know. Execution was not done on that film. Yeah. And that's my Well, official... even one of the trailers was like, 
I watched one of the trailers and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I know. And then I went, I was like, look, Matthew, you got to watch this trailer yeah. and tell me what you think. Yeah. And then it was like a different trailer and I was like, never mind. Well, never mind. That <laughs> trailer kidding. wasn't even as good as the other trailer I watched. Did you ever watch The Meg? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, how, I did. How horrible fun was that? It. Well, so Matthew gets really bored by movies. Right. He doesn't um really enjoy watching bad movies. Oh. If they're bad, he's like, this no. is a waste of time. Can we leave? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I kind of, uh-huh. I mean, that is, there is, um there's something about that that really yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But at the same time, my brain is not that way. Right. It's like, let's see. Right. What happens. And I just right. always will like shark movies. Yeah. But it really was kind of the same thing happening three times. Yeah. But it was super fun. I didn't even care. And it was just a really, really big. I just had shark. a great time. And Jason Statham. I mean, of course. So fun. Like action star. He's hilarious. Shark. He's hel- I think he's hilarious. Yeah. I did have an experience. This is the only time this has ever happened to me where Eric really wanted to see a movie um, first reformed. Maybe because the oh. word reformed was in it and uh-huh. it had good reviews and I didn't know anything about it. And I was just like, okay, we'll go see it. Well, 30 minutes into the movie, he's like, can we please leave? Cause it was so bad. Like it was just, it was so boring. And I started laughing at a point where like, that's not the reaction <laughs> the director was going for. Yeah. <laughs> and- well, nobody is. <laughs> and so we walked out right as this, uh, like a person that worked at the theater was walking by us mm-hmm. and we walked out and we were like like she looked at us kind of weird because she uh-huh. knew it was like halfway through the movie and we were like yeah it's just really bad and she goes okay well if you guys want to go into a different movie theater that's fine and we walked into Jurassic World uh-huh. which had just started yeah <laughs> or wait Jurassic whatever <laughs> anyway that's the, the only Jurassic time I've, World Part Two. yeah yeah that thing anyway that's the only time I've ever left a movie was first reformed right and Eric has such a strong reaction to it now that he saw like a picture of it on the TV the other day and he was like, go see how many stars it has. And it had a lot of stars and Mm -hmm. he was really angry. Well, and here's all you really need to know is um, they walked out of that movie and went to the second part of Jurassic World. Like the lady was fine with it. The lady that like (laughs) saw us walk out was like totally encouraging like she was fine. She was like, I get it. Go watch a movie that was like people were talking about how bad it was. Right. But it was sit better. That one. It was better. It was better. Anyway. Whoops. Whoops. So, hey, um, I should have looked at the date before we started recording this. But. Um, oh, what day is this going to come out? Monday. The 11th. <laughs> the 11th. Right. Which is right before Valentine's uh-huh. Day. So this is actually perfect. Yep. So it's like we planned it. It's almost like we thought ahead for once in our lives. <laughs> Why are we? Um, I think we've talked before. I remember like in our very in our infancy, mm-hmm. we wanted to talk about because really how the podcast started was you and I were sitting on a couch one day in my living room and we were talking about how upset like these Amish romance novels made us. Yeah. And our friend was listening and he was crying laughing. Yeah. And he As said, we wrote like the back cover. Right. Of the, every Amish. Why the heck didn't I find that for oh, this episode? Oh yeah, that would have been fun, huh? I don't know. You'd have to scroll Sorry, back guys. really far. 
you'll never hear the Amish romance novel. It might be gone. Do you lose your messenger conversations at some point? Uh, Interesting tidbit. Eric actually found a trick to get to the beginning of a Facebook messenger thread. Oh. And this and there we had exchanged at this point like 20,000 messages, uh-huh. but he got back to the beginning. Okay. And then he printed it out. We'll see if we can do it. <laughs> anyway. So we have we briefly touched on like literature before for women and mm-hmm. why we enjoy making fun of it. But I think we wanted to go a little bit further today um and talk about kind of Especially because this week, so many of you are going to be disappointed on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like, no matter what happens. But I really think part of it is probably just your own fault. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell you. Like, relationship. Expectations and relationships kill relationships. Yeah. And I want to talk to you guys about that. <laughs> you know, just a little light fare. <laughs> For the week of Valentine's Day. <laughs> I think it's important, though, because we're talking to people who, whether you're, like, married or not, yeah, how you relate to other people and what your expectations are says a lot about who who you think you are and what you think you deserve. Right. Um, and so I think it's worth thinking about because we are... Um, I mean, still to this day, like if you look at what what sells, what sells movies, what sells books, what sells music, particularly in the Christian world, I don't think you see a huge dramatic difference. What sells to women that that passes as Christian and then what sells to the rest of the world. Right now, you might in a more Christian setting not have things that are explicit. Right. But other than that, what's really different? Not a whole lot. Yeah. Is what I would argue. Um, Relationships between Christian people and relationships between the world. uh The difference, the only difference is not that Christians wait to have sex until they're married. (laughs) Right. Right. There should be a lot of, of, (laughs) that's what a lot of people think. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think that's like, it's really the one defining Right. Thing. It's relationship killing. Right. Um, well, and that certainly should define. That's a great way to set yourself apart. Yeah. From the not world. Knocking that. No, but that's <laughs> not the only difference. Like, don't just give up after that. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so and I even I kind of I get in this argument sometimes where it's like, well, what is the definition of love? Like, what is yeah. the definition? Is love a feeling or is it a verb? Mm-hmm. And I think it's just kind of funny how um, how many of us like think to look to scripture for that definition and how right. many of us are just like, <clears throat> well, it should be a feeling. It should be whatever. What is it primarily? Yeah. And so um, my favorite definition is uh, Vody's definition, mm-hmm. um, which he bases on Matthew 22 and Deuteronomy 6, which is biblical love is an act of the will accompanied by emotion not void of emotion not led by emotion but accompanied by emotion that leads to action on behalf of the subject so is love a verb or is it a feeling i don't think it's it's not mutually exclusive right um it doesn't have to be it's 
I think that a lot of what people, um, if if you want to hear say saying the wrong thing right now, you'll hear us focusing on that it's not a feeling, but that's not what we're saying. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> I know that we talk. You'll you, we talk a lot about not being led, um, by your feelings. Um, we talk about the heart being deceitful above all things. Um, but that being said, I think that it's pretty obvious that it, human beings are capable of having romantic love for one another. I think that is captured in the Bible. Um, so we are not against feelings of love. We are not, if you're not, if you are attempting to have a relationship, we are not suggesting that you just marry whoever because love is a verb. And <laughs> all you have to do is just convince yourself for the rest of your life. <laughs> to do the things that are love. <clears throat> right. But I mean, I think the problem, <clears throat> the reason I'm coming at it from this angle is I don't think we have an epidemic of Christian women who are abandoning their feelings and just right. living out of a sense of duty. Like that's yeah. not the problem that's that we have. That's not happening. I think the problem we have is that we have an epidemic of Christians who are slaves to their feelings mm -hmm. and have zero sense of duty or maybe don't even recognize it and are led by their emotions more often than not. And well, let's talk about some ways that like there's basically the um I'm sorry you guys. I just my brain is having so much so many problems. Um um let's talk about uh the markers of feelings based love yeah what does that look like what does it look like so without an act of the will yeah and without the biblical definition mm -hmm. what do we what are we left with well you're gonna search out whatever makes you feel good right so it's gonna be like the heart wants what the heart wants right. and it's gonna be a lot of like so it's based it's off of sound, you it's gonna sound like the world like you can't help who you fall in love with like it's this idea of love as this like outside force that's kind of controlling right. you. Mm -hmm. um, and your focus is going to be on yourself and what you get out of it and how you feel. And that's why relationships that are based first and foremost on essentially an idolatry of yourself will right. crumble because once you don't get that feeling anymore, right. then what is there? Well, then there must not be any love there. Right. That force has disappeared. Right. It has taken its hand off of our relationship. Right. So let's just call this what it is over. Right. Um, the thing is, is that doesn't work because no. of things like marriage <laughs> that are a covenant. Right. Where you say. This is not over <laughs> until we die. <laughs> right. Um, so I think that's probably. Um, I mean, that's a huge problem. Right. Um, and you do see that in churches. I'm not going to give you any statistics or anything like that because i think there are a lot of um very faithful married people yes that are in the church yes and so we're just not going to go there but i think the number one thing that we want to point out is that love is not um about you right um you other people uh basically people are not god that includes you <laughs> right yes. um so when you're in a relationship with someone, they, I guess, and a better way to put this because we're talking about relationship expectations yeah. is that when you put um, 
wrong expectations on people. Mm-hmm. Expectations, and when I say wrong, I guess what I mean is expectations that just come from you and how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, people are going to they're going to let, let you, you down. down. They're going to disappoint you for yeah. sure. Yes. Uh, and I think if you're kind of obsessed with this idea of like obtaining like romantic love, what you end up being is obsessively needy because you have to feed that all the time. Like, okay, I'm not feeling this way today. So this must be what's happening. And I think a lot of people kind of, when you get married, you're, there's a lot of excitement and it's new and all these yeah. things. And then like life hits mm-hmm. and your feelings are going to change. Like things are going to get in the way the question isn't whether or not like you still love that person. The question should be like, are are you still loving that person? If the feelings are gone, are you still loving that person? Like if it's been a hard day, are you still loving that person? If this person is sick and grumpy, are you still going to love that person? Right. Um, if you've got if you're sleep deprived and you've got all these kids and you've got things to do and you don't have time to do the things you used to be able to do. Like, are, are you still going to love that person? Right. And I think a lot of people that listen to us already know this. Right. But I think it's just a good thing to be reminded of and to think about, like, especially going into, you know, Valentine's Day is just so much pressure um, a lot of times. And I think on a lot of relationships, I think men in particular feel a lot of pressure yeah. that they have to, you know, make this grand gesture and all of these things. But I really think, like, some of the best things, like, a husband can give a wife is, like, biblical leadership (laughs) yeah um well so i mean that's a great that's a great point because you know what like i've never like in a weird cynical way i i've always enjoyed valentine's day and i've never been like it's a commercial holiday and i've never been like screw all the people who are happy i've never (laughs) that's just not i don't know like i know that a lot of people that's how we all have our different way of celebrating valentine's day (laughs) Uh-huh. That being said, this is I've never I don't care about Valentine's Day other than that huge stuffed animals stress me out. They've really they stress out. me out. Do don't never give her a get large... me one because where am I going to put it? It really Where would guys, I put that? No, we can't go down this road. <laughs> okay. If you anyway, <laughs> don't ask her about large stuffed animals. Um the point is though <laughs> is that I've never so I have recently been married. Um, and I have never spent a Valentine's Day in a romantic relationship until a few days after you guys are hearing this. <laughs> right. And I've been fine. <laughs> Did I've you survive? T- I've been totally fine. Um, and that's not the point I'm trying to make with this little uh, monologue that I'm going on here. Um, I'm going to take a second to, I told Summer this story early on when I was like trying to decide how I felt about my now husband. Yes. It and was this, so much fun. This was major, major. This was, a, I was about to say it was major points for him, but that's not even what was happening. Um, this was like a humbling moment for me. Yeah. And uh, so Matthew and I are, and hopefully it's okay that I share this story because I was really the one that was wrong and he was right. So <laughs> it really just makes me look bad. But, um, <laughs> But uh, I love this story. So basically, we're sitting there, we're talking, and um, I was just kind of, I found the words to articulate a fear that I've had about relationships in general, which is that, like, what if I can't love you like the way that you love me? You, yeah, you love me. Like, what if you have more love for me 
and I like can't ever get there. And um, Matthew was basically just like, oh, well, that's not love. <laughs> it was so he great. was like, that's not love. Like, that's totally self-seeking. Like, if I if I only want you to love me the way that that I want. Yeah. That like is indirect love. violation right. of the biblical definition of love. That's an obsession with feelings. Right. And, like who can out feeling the other person. Yeah. Right. Right. I know there when you, you told that's me even that. All I, yeah. That's all this episode is about. That's, that story just explains what we're trying to that's say. That's the moment that I was like, okay, you need to be with him. <laughs> yeah, I know. It really did. Uh, it was humbling. For I just sure. think like, and also it, as Christians, we need to focus on like, what is marriage for? Like ultimately marriage is for imaging Christ in the church. And there's so many things that that encompasses that don't fit the definition of this like romantic Greco-Roman myth of love, like right. Cupid's arrow. Like there's so many things that you're never going to find like in some romance novel where it's like oh look at this husband he's just he's raising those children so well how romantic <laughs> you know what I mean like oh it's so romantic that he's leading his family well or like right I think one of the greatest gifts like a husband can give a wife is like not not being fearful of her not being fearful of her emotions like being mm -hmm. able to help her deal with them right not like kowtowing when she's having a fit yeah like i think that's great and yeah. that's a gift but you're never gonna find that like in a romance novel no but all of these like is child rearing like is every moment of that romantic like no mm -hmm. um the world does know so a lot of times like in your cheap nicholas sparks novels you'll see like the man like but some big self-sacrifice whether yeah. it's his life or his finances or you know whatever some big self-sacrifice like he doesn't the world, get on the plane he doesn't get on the plane that or whatever plane ticket cost him 500 dollars round trip guys and he let it go he does not get on the plane um so the world knows that like self-sacrifice and these gestures are meaningful but it's like ultimately when we think of self-sacrifice we're not talking about those like we're talking about daily laying down of your life that's really uncomfortable like it can be really uncomfortable yeah. to to truly be the christian who in obedience treats others as better than themselves right and you're just not going to find that in the romance novels now and we aren't don't get us wrong like you said it's not that there's no emotion yeah i feel many emotions for my there, husband the like all the poetry that exists right is not full of crap <laughs> right <laughs> people meant those things right people who were in covenant with one another who right loved right their wives who loved right. their husbands right um and had this romantic feeling right for them right. they appreciated their spouse's appearance and the way they did certain things sure. and they did it with flourish yes we see that that's in all valid too. it's yes. all valid and it's all real but it's not based on this outside force that's controlling your emotions where the heart wants what the heart wants and so i just think like as women we need to allow our husbands to i think ful fulfill their duty and their obligations in marriage which is going to include 
the part where we submit to their leadership and to where we encourage them to be faithful and be obedient. And just you're not going to find these things in whatever they're selling you for Valentine's Day. But like as Christians, I think a lot of times when we when our focus, when the focus of our marriage is the other person instead of Christ, it causes a lot of strife. When the focus on the marriage is how is this person making me feel or what can I get out of this? Like you guys, it's not going to bring you closer. Ultimately, it's just going to disappoint because this is a person you're dealing with. Right. They're sinful and you live with them. So, you know, all the annoying things about them, of which for each of us, there are many <laughs> annoying things about each of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just think we need to be. We need to remember that the point is not that there is no romance, but the point is that romance is not the point. And so when you elevate that, you harm the relationship, you create distance and unfulfilled expectations. So I think in marriage, we need to remember the main point of marriage is not you. It's to image Christ in the church. And when you when you're you align your emotions and your feelings and, and what you're doing to that biblical model, I think that's the happiest you're ever going to be in a marriage. Green. That's it. That's all I got. Me too. I have a fun question for you, though. Oh, you do? Okay. Two. I need to know your favorite super cheesy love song. Oh, gosh. And then I need to know just your favorite love song. You're allowed to have a... I made the distinction because I... Just for myself, really. Oh, wow. Because I have a cheesy love song that I love and I'm not even ashamed. And my kids know it. (laughs) Okay. Let me... um, And then I have one for real, for real. Okay. Well, my cheesy love song is a total eclipse of the heart. No! (laughs) Okay. Um, Uh My, like, for serious love song... I had to like look at a playlist here. Yeah, look at a playlist. It's um, fine. I'll tell you my cheesy love song. Yeah, you tell me. Faithfully, my journey. <laughs> okay. I mean, does it get any better? So I feel like you can't say anything about me mine being total eclipse of the heart. I'm not saying anything. I'm laughing. I mean, you're like I'm not. I'm not. I'm not anything. saying anything. I don't. Not even embarrassed by my song choice or your song choice. <laughs> there is a particularly good version of total eclipse of the heart done by um sleeping at last okay and it's like it like changes i really like it when a um a uh cover like sort of almost like further captures yeah, yeah, the, yeah. like the meaning and the tone of the song yeah i think in my opinion that definitely it's a good it's a good moment um, and I don't know, in terms of like my, f- like just legitimate favorite love songs. I mean, I love, mo- I like most of what um, Ella Fitzgerald and Louis oh, Armstrong yeah, yeah, yeah. did. Oh, for sure. Together. Yeah. Just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. under a blanket of blue. Those are great choices. That kind of stuff. I had to narrow mine down. Sad love songs are the best um <laughs> i also really love patsy klein and she was just really sad she was yeah sometimes like if i listen to too much i'm like wow patsy you just did not catch a break did you 
but she's really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. And then there's some stuff I just don't just don't listen to sad love songs too much. Okay, it just it's not your it's thing. not necessary. Oh, okay. Mine's Everlong by the Foo Fighters. Oh, yep. Okay, yep. That just is that going to be our exit song? Do you want? You already have it pulled up. I had faithfully for our exit song. Okay, but you guys, if you need to hear Everlong, I got that too. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, I hope that you are ready to quit Valentine's Day. No, no. no. I hope that you have a great Valentine's Day. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Just don't be a loser. Um. I don't know what that means. Someone's going to be like, what do you mean? Am I doing that? Basically, do whatever you want for Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> and if you love someone, just love them every day and maybe get them a present. What did you ask for for Valentine's Day? Did you ask Nothing. for anything? No. We got a bed. And so I was like, I really want you to put our bed together. For Valentine's Build this, Day. please. Build it. That's all I asked for. <laughs> No, I um I haven't asked for anything. I did start buying flowers. This is gonna get too personal. All right, um that's it for this week. If you want early release episodes and to keep the show going, you can go to Patreon.com/sheologians and um have a great Valentine's Day. And we will see you next week. See ya.